You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. The, the, the winds of change are blowing through Raider Nation, and Silver and Black Today keeps you up to date with the latest news and views about your Las Vegas Raiders. Touchdown, Las Vegas! With insight, opinions, and interviews, we're on the cutting edge of what's happening now. Now, now. The latest on your Raiders and the NFL. Scott Goldbranson and Mo Moten. Welcome back. It's the home stretch here on Silver and Black today, an Odyssey original podcast. What? You don't subscribe already? Are you kidding me, Mo? What are we gonna do about this? If they don't subscribe, we got we got to force them to eat mint chocolate chip ice cream. That's the only punishment. That's the only viable punishment I can think of right now. Yes, and if you don't subscribe, you don't know what we're talking about. That's why you got to subscribe. You would know what the mint chocolate ice cream thing is, and a lot of other food takes uh, here on Silver and Black today. Do so though wherever you get your audio. Just look for Silver and Black today. Turn on the auto download. Subscribe, of course, and that way you get the show. Uh, so please do that. A reminder that we will have uh, another show on Thursday, a full show tomorrow. We'll have another Silver and Black Blitz, some short stuff that's happening, and anytime news pops up, and some new features coming up as well. Mo, before we get started here with a little bit of, of my soapbox, and I know you'll jump on it with me, is uh, what you got going on Bleacher Report this week, not only from a writing perspective, but a Bleacher Report live perspective and a sports not perspective. Give people the download on what Mr. Midtown Mo is going to be doing this week. There he is, Midtown Mo. Mo, what you got going, man? Well, from a radio perspective, perspective i will have a live stream on sunday during and or after the raider game so if the raiders have their starters out in the field i will be on during the game just talking while the starters are playing if the raiders do not play their starters i will be on immediately after their first preseason game with the 49ers on sport on the sports not side i'm gonna just give fans something to be excited about players that i'm looking forward to watching in the pre in the first preseason game of course, Jacorian Ben is going to be one of those guys. But I also have two, three, maybe two to four other names to look out for in their in that first preseason game that Raiders fans should just keep their eye on because they've either had a strong camp or they're battling for a position on the depth chart. There you go. That's Mo's week. Got his work. He'll be here too Thursday for another show. We're going to have, I think, five or six shows this week ourselves. We will also have a post-game show. Mo's trying to... Shut us out now. We're doing his bleach reports. No, I'm just kidding. It's good. It's good. Anytime <laughs> you can get more Raiders content, wherever you get it is good. And of course, we love that Mo is the king now of bleach report. They just don't know it, but he is. Okay, so so you got that. So you're gonna have lots of stuff, fun stuff going on here. But Mo, let's get into this Josh Jacobs thing. 
And and listen, even websites that we write for, Sports Not and Raider Ramble, both ran stories about, well, if Josh Jacobs, if the Raiders rescind the tag, he could go right to Kansas City. He could go right to Denver, first of all. And with all due respect to our colleagues who we love very much, this is all crap, dude. This is a fantasy. The Raiders are not going to rescind the tag. The Raiders, if they rescinded the tag, as I said in yesterday's Silver and Black Blitz, would be committing malpractice of the highest order. You don't leverage, you don't give away a player that you have control of, especially the one of Josh Jacobs' caliber, if you don't have to. Now, even if he were to hold out, you still have his rights for two seasons. Why would people even think of this other than, and I know we get accused of it by just talking about stuff sometimes, but having clickbait, you want to drive this, this, this content, I get it, and it started in one spot and it spread all over like a bad, I don't know, mouths, uh, whatchamacallit, cold sore, rash, whatever. It just spread all over the place and it blows my mind because nobody would do that, Mo. Why would they do that? Why give a guy free agency when you have control over him for two years? He's, he's the guy who just run the rushing title. Somebody wants to sign and trade him, different story. If you f- they feel like you're done with him, which I don't think the Raiders do, I still think Josh Jacobs shows up for week one, gets his money, and plays like we know he can play. It just blows my – this kind of stuff blows my mind. Also, the the stupid rumor about, well, Devontae Adams is happy he might request a trade is also another one. This is where I draw the line and say, look, I usually don't criticize when people cover stuff because, you know, you do what you do. But with this one, it makes no freaking sense, and it won't happen. Here's what I'll say. What benefit do the Raiders get by rescinding Josh Jacobs – franchise tender i mean unless the situation just gets so toxic between josh jacobs and the rays and it's not there right now to my knowledge that's the only reason i would see for the raiders rescinding the tag and say you know what just do whatever you want we just went out of the situation we just want a divorce but even then you explore the trade market first to try to get something for him right i I just don't see the benefit of the raiders rescinding the tag and just letting josh jacobs walk free and say it do whatever you want whatever i this is why i paid no mind to those rumors now i did see it it came from jeremy fowler of espn who usually has some very good raider contacts i will say yeah. that there's when the when the when the Khalil mac thing happened he was one of the reporters that said it was a possibility and people called him you know all, all types of names so i don't i don't want to throw out this port report completely because jeremy fowler is a reputable reporter but what i will say is that even if it's even thrown out there as a possibility, I don't see it happening because Dave Ziegler is just after what happened with Derek Carr. You think they're going to let another valuable player walk no. for for nothing without trading for him? Absolutely. I just don't see that happening. It would be a nightmare if Derek Carr and and Josh Jacobs are both gone without you getting any draft capital for it. I don't see it as a possibility. As you said, I think it's more of a possibility that he's back before week one and plays up the season with a tag. Though I do think there's a smaller possibility that he is traded. Fans don't want to hear that. I put out an article on Bleach Report recently about two, three weeks ago saying these are the teams that should call the Raiders with interest in Josh Jacobs. Now, there are reports that Jonathan Taylor may have interest if he hits the trade market. Owner Jim Ursay of the Colts says 
we're not trading him. But there's a market out there for a top running back. So if the Raiders sure. decide they want to part ways with him, it's more likely he's traded versus then rescinding the tag and let him walk free for nothing. Correct. And again, I like you, I have ultimate respect for Jeremy Fowler. I don't have any issue with him. I think he's a wonderful reporter. But this stinks of a, um, I think, an agent <laughs> plant story to me, which is the agent brings this up. Um, just to kind of throw egg on the face of the Raiders. I get it. It's a negotiation. You got to do what you got to do for your client. I'm not saying that they shouldn't do it. I'm just saying that the Raiders would be the most ridiculous franchise in history if they were to do that. It makes no sense. So if you're a fan out there too, I would say don't worry about it. It's not going to happen because you don't let and you don't you don't let a valuable asset walk out the door and get nothing with it. To your point, the Derek Carr situation. That's what happened because of how they played it, okay, just the way it went down. Mm -hmm. You cannot do that again. Uh, at the same time, it's not an argument to go, say, pay Josh Jacobs $15 million a year, especially with what happened with Saquon Barkley last week. So you, you have to look at it from that perspective and just know that this kind of stuff, I mean, I just, it blows my mind. There, there's always a chance something. You can't ever say never, right? But in this case, it's pretty damn close to I'm saying it'll never happen, okay? Because I would just, it makes no sense. I would just say it, if it doesn't make sense for the Raiders, why would they do it? Just yeah. think about it from that perspective. Does it, what benefit do the Raiders get from that? Like I said, other than the situation had just become so toxic where the two sides just say we have to part ways by any means. Other than that, there's no reason to do it. Yeah, and I'm, I'm so interested. Now, I know it's died down a little bit because of camp in general. There's so much more going on. So the news bottle, like think of news as like a milk bottle, right? It's full of other stuff, so there's not a lot of room for it. But the whole core, the whole running back market thing is still part of the discussion, and, and not just because Josh Jacobs is still out. It just comes up a lot more. We saw what happened with Logan Wilson in Cincinnati, got big money. Uh, if you look at it, a four-year deal, around $40 million uh, for a linebacker position, which I know we talked about with Fitz uh, saying that you know linebackers aren't what they used to be uh, and, and so on. But the money in the NFL, I mean, watch these positions and watch what people are getting paid. But fans are still really upset. I think once the season starts, it'll die down because people will be watching actual football. But it's it's sort of interesting that that story continues to kind of perpetuate and talk about. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. It's not going away. We'll see. I'm sure it'll come up again once Dalvin Cook signs his contract. Whatever he gets, it'll be talked about. You know, did he get what he, what he deserved or should he have gotten a little more? But the running back conversation will continue and it will continue it at least until Josh Jacobs decides what he wants to do because I think he's probably going to be the last domino to fall, either him or jonathan taylor those two situations have to come to a resolution or some type of conclusion at some point where josh jacob says look i'm not coming back to play jonathan taylor may decide he you know but he's under contract so he's a, you know has a different situation but we'll definitely monitor two guys who recently won the rushing title i think jonathan taylor won it in 2021 josh jacobs wins it in 2022 
and both guys are unhappy. So, again, that running back conversation not going anywhere anytime soon. Right, and it's not unique to the Raiders. So if you're a Raiders fan and you're mad at your team for the Josh Jacobs situation, you can see it's happening all over the league. It's just kind of one of those cycles where the value is where it is and guys are not happy, and so you're going to hear that story until things are rectified. But I do know that all of these players are amazing players, and they love football, and I think the closer you get to football, they will want to play. And knowing unless something happens in between there, like you said, like a trade or something, um, those guys are going to be ready to play. I have every faith in that. And that includes Josh Jacobs. I think Josh Jacobs is a gamer. He's a good young dude. Unless, like, like Jason Fitz said last week, unless he's got money in the bank and he really doesn't care about the money and he really wants to be principled, God bless him if that's what he wants to do. Walking away from $10 million is, is, a, is a pretty dang brave act. And so if he wants to do that, he will. I just don't see it happening. Another rate, just just throwing this out there because we're talking about Josh Jacobs. Now, I had a recent piece on sports now talking about the running backs that can step up in Josh Jacobs' place. Well, Austin Walter has been put on injured reserve. His season is over. Britton Brown is banged up. So it's it's Zemir White time. Unless yes. Sincere McCormick can show something, it's it's definitely Zemir White time where he's going he's gonna to have – a chance to show what he can do in the preseason and potentially take on a bigger workload if Josh Jacobs is not on the field. Brandon Bolden, again, he is not going to take on the bulk of the workload. He ne- he's more of a special teamer at this point in his career. Amir Abdullah is more of a pass catcher out of the backfield. He's not taking 12 to 15 carries per game. It's Amir White. It's Sincere McCormick. Those two guys, they have the spotlight. They have the flow while Josh Jacobs is out. We'll see what they can do. And, and that's the thing. I, t- I, I was telling somebody who was DMing me this weekend about Josh Jacobs because they really want him in camp, and they were hoping that the Raiders would do some kind of deal like you saw with Saquon Barkley where they'd give some money up front and get him into camp, which still could happen. We'll see. It doesn't seem likely at this point, but you never know. Um, and I, that's what I said. I said, but remember, if Zamir White and, – and, and this is what could happen. You've seen this happen before with all due respect to Josh Jacobs – Zamir White lights it up against the 49ers in practice and then goes out in the preseason game and and looks like money, okay? You will see Josh Jacobs pay a lot more attention to that, right? If you see a guy, because then, again, your leverage and your ability to to negotiate now or in the future, right, because he can't do it now for a new contract, starts to go down every time that happens because if the Raiders say, wait a minute, Zamir White is on fire through two preseason games. He's killing it. I know it's just preseason, but he looks good. He's got the confidence of his teammates. Then having Josh Jacobs not there, as good as he is, just goes down a notch, right, Mo? And so that is a motivating factor for some guys who are holding out, don't want to sign their tender, to suddenly say, you know what, I better get in there or I might lose out completely. And let's also not forget, I know Raiders fans are going to cringe at this because they're going to say these two guys are kind of washed up, but let's not forget Kareem Hunt is still out there. Yeah. Ezekiel Elliott is still out there. So if the Raiders want Zamir White paired with another veteran who, you know, is more experienced, pass protection, things of that nature, just knows the nuts and bolts of the game, they can go out and get another guy to pair with Zamir White. Zamir White doesn't have to go out there and be Superman and get the 20 to 25 carries uh, to open the season. He could be part of a tandem with one of those veteran running backs the Raiders move forward and say, look, we're not going to pay Josh Jacobs. We're not going to give him a Saquon Barkley type deal, even though they were reports saying that they were open to doing that. 
Maybe Josh Jacobs doesn't want a Saquon Barkley type deal. You don't know what right. Josh Jacobs wants. It hasn't True. he hasn't laid it out and written it out and put it out and said this is what I'm asking for. He's not going to, of course, but we don't know what Josh Jacobs wants. And in, and in, and until that we know what that is or it come to a resolution, you have to consider all options: veterans, guys on the back end of the roster, maybe a trade. Who knows? Yeah, that's what we'll see unfold over the next few weeks as we roll on here during training camp. Of course, the Raiders practice with the 49ers later this week. We're going to talk about that as we move along and uh, have some guests on Thursday as well. Mo, what else are you looking for out of camp this week? Things you're keeping your eye on? Byron Young, him coming off of... Uh, what was that? The pop list, the, I believe. You no, know, the the it was the, the NFI list. The, it was the pop NFI list, list the NFI. because yeah. So it was the pop list. Okay, so correct. Looking forward to see how he comes along. Again, I'm not expecting much. He is a rookie. He's got to get his feet wet. I don't expect him to play much, if at all, in the preseason game because he has to have a ramp up period. But I want to see how quickly he catches on. And the other thing is, we just talked about it in a previous segment. How how does that secondary look on the field in I want to say in live, well, in live action, in live preseason action. I know it's just a preseason game, but you want to see every step of the way, you want to see consistency. Okay, the secondaries forcing turnovers at training camp during practice. Okay, now you want to see it happen during the preseason game. And then you want to see it happen during a regular season game. So it's kind of the next phase for that secondary to show what they can do this year. Yeah, no question. I, I'm interested too, Mo, in some of the other rookies we haven't heard anything about, right? Some of these guys that are were later round draft picks. Uh, that are competing. So you have the Nesta Jada Silvera from Arizona State there as well. And then some of those guys up front, we haven't really heard a lot about the battles up front uh, on the Raiders defense. So I'm interested. We've a lot of focus on the defensive backs because they've been doing so well the past week. So I'm interested to see when they get into some live practice action against the 49ers, if we hear more about the interior of the defense, of course, linebacker, which they're still incredibly thin at. One other thing I didn't mention, I want to see how they handle Hunter Renfro. Is he mm. going to play a lot in the preseason? Is that a sign that they're showcasing him, maybe? Yeah. Or do they have him, you know, they just kind of rest him up for the season, knowing he was banged up last year, and just kind of put him on ice until week one? I want to see how they're going to handle Hunter Renfro. Because remember last year, Josh Jacobs played in the Hall of Fame game. And yes. people are like, what are the Raiders <laughs> doing playing Josh Jacobs in the Hall of Fame game? Are they shopping him? Then the rumors started. I want to see what they do with Hunter Renfro, being that the rumors have been around. I've been talking about a lot. I think that's something to keep an eye on. And Trey Tucker, how does he play? Because he's also had a strong training camp. He has. And also, uh, you talk about the Hunter Renfro situation. The men and women who cover the team on a daily basis there in Henderson have written and, and talked a lot about Hunter Renfro and how good he looks this uh, this camp. So uh, it'll be interesting to see how the playing time. I agree with you there as well. Uh, a reminder that we will have a silver and black blitz tomorrow on Wednesday. It'll be Mo or I. We're not sure. It was just kind of that's how the flow goes. And then Mo and I will be back Thursday for a long form show with a guest or two to talk about the latest and what we're hearing out of Raiders practice against the 49ers as well. Mo, what are people going to read early this week? from you yeah earlier this week as i mentioned earlier it's just a mention of who who are we looking at who am i looking at when the raiders take the field against the 49ers on sunday uh that's that's a basically a standalone game i want to call it a prime time game because it's preseason but all eyes mm -hmm. are going to be on the raiders and 49ers in that in that late game sunday night 
And I'm just gonna I'll have I'm gonna have my eye on three to five players that I either just want to see progress. I want to see where they are in their position battles. How you know? Do they take the field early or you know on the field late? Because all of that stuff does matter when you look at who's playing with the first stringers, who's playing with the second stringers, how they rotate, how long are they on the field? Is the guy being showcased? Is the guy falling behind in his position group? All of that stuff matters, and I'll be keying on five guys for that game. It does. It'll be interesting. It's going to be another big week for the men in camp. Ian Henderson for the Las Vegas Raiders, and we will be here to talk about it. Mo, I will talk to you on Thursday, my friend. Sounds good. All right. Uh, for our producer, Mike Robier, uh, for Mo Moten, I'm Scott Branson. This has been Silver and Black today. Make sure you subscribe if you don't already, and we will talk to you tomorrow with a blitz, and we'll talk to you Thursday with a full show. Until then, take care, Raider Nation, and have a great week.